Welcome, world, to episode 216 of the Chamber of Chance and Alex podcast, the best damn podcast in the podcasting land. Back after what felt like a long time. It's only a week. Just one week. Just we just week? missed a week. That's that was that's it. That's weird, though. That's, that that's it, a man. long time to go between podcasts for me. And that's true. That is true. In my defense, I was fighting Boston traffic and losing. I, that place and is a nightmare. losing. No defense needed. Life happens. It's not, it's not, uh, to, to quote King Arthur from the Green Knight, it is not in re- reproach, but in regret. <laughs> Have you but seen I, the Green Knight? I fucking I love the Green Knight. Yeah. We that was fun shit. Green Knight. Yeah. We did. Oh man, that Green Knight's cackle so good. <laughs> well, it's, oh, that, it's that actor, man. He's incredible. The super skinny guy with the super deep voice. One of the greatest baritones I've ever heard. Yes. Yes, like he's up He's up there with James Earl Jones for me. Like yeah, it's, no. it's so distinctive and, and deep and resonant. I, I he cameos in the Northman. I gotta see it. I know I'm really hyped for the Northman. But the thing is, everything I've seen of the action in the Northman doesn't look like good action. Yeah, it's not my bag. But I he, this guy hasn't missed yet. Yes, like this is this is Robert Eggers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's the Witch and the Lighthouse, and I'll see whatever that guy makes next. I don't care what it is. Yep, he's okay. just. He's, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Is there a horror aspect to the Northman that I don't uh, know about? No, just, it's like uh, the Beowulf. It's just like a really historically hmm. Well, kind of historical. Well, it, it's historically accurate to the point that if you go back <laughs> and read what these people wrote, they, right. they, they believed in giants and witches and elves and shit. So all that's in the movie. And I can't fucking wait for it. I can't wait to see Apparently, that Apparently, Charlize Theron burns the house down. Charlize Theron? At Theron's some point. It? Yeah. She's at cameos and just does a great fucking job. What I'd love to see a real world version of is the the old lady fairy from Disenchantment. You know the character? Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the one who almost marries the prince. Yeah. Oh god, I'd love I'd love to see her doing that voice in like... I just want to see Tress McNeil and more stuff. Yeah. Oh, have you seen um Human Resources yet? Yeah. I watched I, that season. I liked it. No, I liked it too. It got picked up for season two. Good. I like Aidy Bryant in that role. She's good. I think she does really well there. Um, Kiki Palmer, I thought was pretty funny. Uh, who's Kiki Palmer? Is that the other love bug? Yeah, the one that's like yeah. kind of like ends up in a relationship with the mm-hmm. uh, Easter mm-hmm. Island head. And um, it's really cool to see. Oh God, Tandy Newton. Tandy yeah. Newton is, is is back as the other hormone monster, and I just oh, I love Bobby Cannavale. So fucking funny. He's perfect for that character. Yeah. Well, cut our dicks off. Yeah! Cut my dick off. Here's his his bread knife. Speaking of Netflix, I I suspect I'm probably the only one who took three hours and watched the Pentaveret. I'm good. Did you watch it? Pentaveret? I'm good. So you have no interest in watching it? I really don't. That's fair. The Pentaveret, Chamberlain, thank you for asking is uh, the next project from Mike Myers. It is very much kind of a spiritual sequel to his uh, to his Austin Powers days, sort of. Uh, oh. where He's he doing play- like a little Eddie Murphy thing? Yes, where he plays like half the characters in the show. Oh. And that aspect of it, I don't really love. There's some jokes that like I, I get where... Like one of the jokes is that everything that takes place in Canada is at 4 by 3 aspect ratio and in standard def. And then as soon as the characters cross the border into America, it goes widescreen high def. Which is kind of funny. That but is as kind a, of funny. But as a Canadian, I'm like, 
We're not we have high deaf. We're not <laughs> deaf. We're actual people here. <laughs> so, so, um, but Myers is Canadian. But he's Canadian. Anyway, he so can he say it. Yes, I know. No, I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's like you're you're buying into this. The other, what I liked about it though, he has a there's like a, a female character who accompanies the main character throughout the thing. She is also ostensibly a Canadian, and she's always wearing a shirt that says Canada, living the American dream without the violence since 1862. Hey, that really is that really does sum us up. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Sadly, the pentaverite is currently sitting at twenty five percent on tomato. Ladder. Look, I'm not Ouch. saying I'm not saying it's really good, but I Ow. I enjoyed it. Like I actually put it. I didn't on even know the like... score. Good God! <laughs> yeah. Here's the this is one of those where the critics hate it, but the audience is like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it might it might it's be okay. No, yeah. it's but it's not great. It's okay. It's not great. It's okay. Uh, winning time, Rise of the Lakers on HBO is pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. My my Wait, one of my a, TV a guys turned me on. I figured okay. it had to be pretty good because of all that huge fallout. You heard about that? No, but the okay. I didn't hear about any fallout. Okay, it, the reason, um, yeah, you know, the guy who directed uh, Vice and Don't Look Up was a really long time collaborator with, um, uh, oh god, Will Ferrell. Yeah, and he wanted um, John C. Riley's part in that. Hmm. And he just gave it to John C. Riley, and uh, this and this is the reason why he or um, oh Farrell wanted John C. Riley's part. Part, yeah, oh, okay. and the producer ended up giving it to um, John C. Riley, and they haven't spoken in years because of it. The fact that it's John C. Riley, like if it was Will Ferrell, I probably wouldn't look at it. The fact that it's John C. Riley made me want to watch the first episode. I, I think that's it was probably the right choice. Yeah, but I'm guessing the script was good it. enough to where he'd be pissed if he didn't get it. Um. It must have been pretty good. What I like about it is how it it realizes all these characters in and around the team in really three dimensions. Like, it really makes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar halfway through the season so far um, a really well-defined character. And he's angry and he's not a very nice guy, but it goes into why you kind of understand what, how tired he is. I mean, he became a legitimately great journalist afterwards. Uh... Yeah, but th- this isn't him there yet. This is yeah, him as an angry kid. No, he's not. No, he's not a kid. He's like thirty-five, forty. He's one of the old what? dogs on the team. What at, at this point in history? How he's, old is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Uh, he's like seventy something now. Wow. But he's like you know an, an icon of health. Uh, the kid who plays Magic Johnson does it with so much charisma and so much easy smiles. Um, there's a the way it handles characters, the way it. The, the way it uh, it uses like great, I don't know if it's a film grain effect or if they're actually using uh, physical footage, but it really achieves the look of something that occurred in the seventies. I think it's actual film. It looks really cool. The soundtrack is amazing. The cast is fantastic. Um, I'm I'm really quite enjoying it. Uh, but I got through like a season and a half of Brockmire too, and I love that. Oh yeah, I I I'll watch one or two of those. Yeah, yeah. Hank Azaria as like a demented baseball uh, announcer. Mm-hmm. And like, he's a good character actor, and it, was, it makes me wonder, like, where the fuck is Dan Castellaneta? Uh, maybe he, you know, has the voice for, or has the face for radio. Like, no, he's, he's character actor-ish. Maybe not as much as Hank Azaria, but, like, he should have, like, a decent character actor career. Do you, but I guess he just money. chooses he not to, it. yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else on, like, the movies and TV front, Alex? Movies and TV side? Um... Well, I have a voice twin and an actor on the show Snowfall. A couple members of my uh, 
co-workers pointed out to me, and yeah, no, that's me. Snowfall. I play the CIA agent Teddy, apparently, and the scenes I've seen on YouTube, yep. He looks like you or sounds like you? Sounds exactly like me. Snowfall Teddy. Oh, Teddy dies. I just pro- I just typed it into YouTube and it says Snowfall Teddy death. Oh, okay. Teddy well, then that must be the last season then because he's in it for five. No. No, no. The second bill, he's got like 50 episodes. I disagree. Well, but by the time it gets to season three, episode 10, he sounds like an old man and not like my young friend Alex. Oh. <laughs> but he does appear to have a beard in some of these pictures. So. Alex also had this, a beard. Yeah, this, I, I see the resemblance. <laughs> okay, I got one more TV show to talk about. It's what called. It's an HBO show. It's called The Baby. The and Baby. I, I am now going to ins- uh, spoil the synopsis of the entire first episode. There you go. Um, okay. <clears throat> so uh, there's this woman. A uh, woman in her like late 20s, maybe early 30s. And she's having a fun poker night with her two best friends. And, you know, they're drinking. There's some red wine going on. Or the, at least this one's not drinking. And, uh, and they're having a good time, and suddenly the woman's good time is, is shattered by the scream of a baby from another room. And one of the friends gets up and apologizes. John was going to take her tonight, but he got called into work, and she just won't go to sleep. So he goes off into the other room, brings back the baby. And our main character woman, well, I forget her name, we'll call her Sarah, is, is unimpressed that their ladies' night has been damaged by the presence of this child. And now it's all about the baby, and the baby this, and the baby that, and can we please just play some <laughs> poker? And the, the mom is like, you know what, you're kind of being a dick, but fine, let's just, let's just play some poker. And then the other one says, well, actually, I have an announcement. They're like, what is it? I'm three months. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so Sarah is like, fuck! And the, the, the others are like, what is the problem? Like, this is, this is good news. This is life, and you're being a dick. We're just going to go. So Sarah is feeling stressed out. She doesn't like how she's feeling about this at all. She goes and she rents a little cabin that's out on an ugly stone beach on a, on a big lake or something, just at the foot of, like, a very sheer cliff. And, and she's, she's staying in this shitty little cabin out there that she rented for way too much money. And she's walking around outside having a cigarette or something. And she kind of turns and faces the cliff and then... BAM! A body impacts the beach and splatters her with blood. And she's a little surprised by this. Well, as you would be, Understandably. So she kind of walks towards the body, and then she looks up and catches a baby that falls from the sky into her arms. Now, we, the viewer, understand that uh, this woman threw herself from the cliff. Mm -hmm. She looked absolutely exhausted, and the baby then, then crawled off the cliff. So the woman calls the cops, and the cops show up and take her statement and explain that, yeah, that woman jumped from the cliff up there. It's a really, really sad story. But don't worry, we got the baby. We'll take it from here. And they go out, get into their car, and she's like, okay, so I'm going to just light myself a joint and chill out, and then she hears a crash. She goes outside, and a boulder has impacted the police cruiser, (laughs) Um, just obliterating both police officers, but the baby is safe and sound. So she pulls the baby out of the car and goes, well, i got to take it to the cops myself. So she gets in her car and she starts driving. She stops for gas and there's an old guy t- uh, attending the register who seems like a really nice guy. She goes, can you just watch this baby for a second while I go to the washroom? The guy goes, sure. So she goes into the washroom. Jimmy's <laughs> open the window, crawls uh, out the window, gets back into her car, gets in the car, puts the keys in, turns it. The engine won't start. 
And then she looks into the store, and there's a crash in the store. Uh, a shelving unit has collapsed on the old man, killing him instantly. <laughs> so she but goes the baby, the baby is, is fine. fine. The baby is fine. She goes in and retrieves the baby again, takes it to directly to the police station, explains everything that just happened, and they're like, okay, we need you to stay here for 24 hours. She goes, what are you charging me with? They go, we're not charging you with anything. Based on the story you just told me, if I believe that someone is not of their right mind, I can request an Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that law. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> but they check it all out, and it all happened. And they're like, okay, the baby is now in the hands of social services. Never worry about the baby again. Um, thank you for your help with this. And she goes home. And then she gets home, and man, this has been a hell of a fucking weekend, but whatever. And the doorbell rings, and she gets up, and she goes to the door, and there's no one there. And then the baby laughs, and she looks down, and there it is. Mm. And that's the end of episode one of The Baby. HBO Max. I recommend checking that shit out. That's... Is it, like, more comedic in tone, or is it supposed to... Okay. It's both. It's comedic and scary. It's totally comedic and scary. Okay. But, like, yeah, I want to know what this baby's deal is. (laughs) I hope it's something more involved than, like, Damien or something. Yeah. I... That could just be what it is, like, based on everything that's happened so far. I mean, you can make a good show about that. Like, the baby just, like, looks at people and shit happens. Uh, Yeah, no, it's it's really fucked up. It's a great show. So, I do not have access to HBO Max, but I need you to watch something for me. What's that? Uh, May 20th, George Carlin's American Dream. Mm -hmm. Ah. Yeah, you don't have to push me to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I may have to find a way to watch that, because, yeah. Especially his, like, middle stuff. Early Carlin, now. Nah. Late Carlin, eh. Middle Carlin? That's the sweet spot. I don't I don't know enough of, like, Carlin's arc to, to make it. Like, he I just gets know that... really cranky towards the yeah, end. But he makes some last, good points. The last, he, middle Carlin, he's making points and he's trying to be at least amusing. Mm. Late Carlin is just, he's lecturing you. Yeah, it's a lecture. And oh. and it's not it's not fun anymore. He's right, but it's not well, fun. Well, and you he's know, and but once he gets past the hippie to be weather man, and you the like the seven words you can't say on TV that that until like for about twenty years is peak Carlin. So well, anyway, no, I'll, I'll totally watch that. Yeah, I, I I would if I had access to such thing. I may have to find a way. Just work for Spectrum. You'll get it all for free. Hmm. Do you get it all for free, Alex? I do. Oh yeah, free internet, free cable. Free internet? Yes. That is a perk. That is a perk it I have. is. Free it's good a, internet? Uh, yeah. Okay. Internet I've got now for free. If I want more, I just pay the um, the extra. So to get the best single best package, I would be paying 20 bucks a month. It's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Yeah, they perk. might as well pay me an extra 120 bucks a month. There, yeah. There aren't many perks like that in, in business nowadays. When I was no. a lad... If you worked for a department store, you got, like, a sizable employee discount at that department store. Mm. Like, no, not no more. Not no more. <laughs> not no way, not no how. <clears throat> you know, there was a time when this podcast was about video games. There it, was a it time. It could be. I played quite a few. How about you, gentlemen? So did I. I, 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 yeah, I, I played extra one week a in lot. There. <laughs> you guys go, Alex, what have you been playing? I've been playing a bunch of shit. I jumped back into Bloodborne to try out the old Hunters, and yeah. That is the hardest from software game. No That's question. Fucking hard. Fucking hard. Rom's just fucking cheap. Uh, which Rom? Rom the spider. Like he's like no, little spider was, minions will like was, do like the, the spiders a, will jump up, hit like hit you from inside Rom. It's fucking cheap as hell. The the Rom <laughs> that you fight in the base game 
is fine. The Rob in the Chalice Dungeon in the base game is monstrous. Like, what <laughs> like, does it do? Uh, it just deals like way, way, way more damage, I think. Oh, but does it have like backup spiders? Yes, it has tons of them. Oh no! Like all of them. <laughs> and, and the, the like, you got to clear the backup spiders first. That's like the, the point of Rom. Unless you're so overpowered that you can just run to Rom and kill him before he fades out. Like, uh, but yeah, no. Um, a lot of people talk shit about how hard Elden Ring is, particularly Melania. They're like, Melania is the most bullshit thing for uh, ever done. I'm like, did you fight Ishin at the end of Sekiro? There's way more bullshit shit in Bloodborne, I would yeah, say. Yeah, Sekiro, like, Ishin at the end of Sekiro took me probably 30 tries. <laughs> yeah. In, like, Millennium maybe took me 8, and then I just switched my swords to bleed, and then we got her. Like, it took me so long to get to Old Hunters, I just made, got an old character, old character file. <laughs> like, Bloodborne is hard. Like, I'm better at, at bullet parrying than I've ever been, and I wasn't even doing parries in Elden Ring, so something about that game helped, but... Fuck it! It has it's so I know what it is. It is so. It's too in control of your progress. There's no way mm. to get around the level grind demands. Yeah, but you can just grind levels. Like I ground. I remember Henwick Charnel Lane was a big. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I love that in the the poison forest. I didn't like doing the forest. Yeah, I know it's cheap, but it's the only way to grind double blunt stone shards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't have a choice. Yeah, I'm kind of amazed you went back after Elden Ring to one of the more linear uh, games. It doesn't look that much worse. And, like, the frame rate on my TV was pretty good. Playing on PC or on PS- PS5? There is, and there, the lo- there, there is no Bloodborne on PC. No. There is no Bloodborne on PC. There no. probably never will be. But I'll say this. On PS5, the load times are... Mwah. Yeah, but then the frame rate is still locked to 30. It would be nicer, sure. But I honestly didn't really notice much of a drop-off. Okay, what else you got? What else I got? I got Andromeda again. again. And now that my card can... Yeah, it's like my, maybe my third run. And yeah, like once you got everything turned all the way up and like there's no more slowdown, which used to be constant. It's a good game. And do you skip all the dialogue? Uh, I'm doing that Most a little bit, Most of the story beats, yeah. yeah. Uh, some of the story beats are good. I like... The, it has a great party. I love my Krogan grandpa. Drac is, the, <laughs> Drac is the shit. His relationship with his granddaughter is amazing. Um, but yeah, no, it's still a huge problem. Everything interesting about the game could have been in the Milky Way. And the new things they introduced look like shit. The armor they have that's new, that's not from the base games, terrible. But the game itself, it's got great combat, great character leveling. I'm doing a profile that I've never used before, like combat and... Uh, uh, biotics. I'm just zooming around the battlefield with my jetpack and my biotic slams, using my little like revolver. The best weapon in the history of Mass Effect is the um, revolver they introduce in this game. It is the shit. I love it. I Horizon, miss it. Horizon Forbidden West is right there, and you're not tempted. I'm really not. Why I'm really not? not. The fact that everyone stopped talking about it the second Elden Ring showed up tells it's me something. Not, it's false. It's not even the same genre. I know. It's a different genre. But still. It does all the art. It does all the RPG stuff and the story stuff so well, Alex. You would fucking. I would, bet I you would, would. You would pee yourself a little bit over the story presentation in, uh, in Horizon. Horizon Two, we're talking and about. I, yes. Yeah. You get, someone else has to play it so that I can spoil the ending because it's so nuts. No, I read about the ending. Yeah, it is nuts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do I need to take my my headphones off? While you no, we discuss? won't. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. 
It's uh, sorry, listener. I was tempted, and then I read the ending, and now I have questions about their entire creative process. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is, it is lost season six all over this shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. I mean, it's yeah. All right, headphones are going back on. All right, spoiler free zone. We're done now. We didn't even spoil it. I thought you were still listening. No, we we didn't spoil anything. No, but if you're talking about if any kind of impression as to the quality of the ending will color my impression of when I get there. Because now I'm going to get there and go, well, it's not that stupid or something. Instead of going, oh, this is stupid on my own. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think you'll think it's not stupid. Let's put it that way. See? See, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Alex. Okay, I, did, I you, think did you you'll... beat Andromeda? Hmm? Um, yeah, I got pretty close. But then I found something else. What's Something ooh. that I had no interest in playing, but people would not shut the fuck up about. And everyone is absolutely right about Vampire Survivors. Vampire what the hell is Survivors? That? That's a great question. It is a... It looks like Metroidvania. It's kind of a puzzle game. You yeah. only move the joystick. It, it, you kind of have to look at it. You are a SNES Castlevania character. You walk around a screen and waves of enemies are coming towards you. And you just try to kill them all, and you get loot, and you get stronger, and you unlock stuff in between rounds. And it is not a cookie clicker, per se, but it's very close, and it's amazing. Yeah, I saw some footage of that, and I was like, I don't know. I mean, if it's scratching my character building itch real, real hard. It it reminds me of um, Risk of Rain. Yes, and like the, a very very busy screen of mechanics that I I'm too old to learn. I don't know, man. It's two bucks. I think everyone should give it a shot. Because yeah, but, but it's PC only. Is it on it's PC PlayStation? Only. It's, 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 it's not itch.io. I mean, it's browser. You can play it in the browser. Or kind no? of. I don't know. It's it's a it's a simple game that does it's one thing very well. Still in early access, so not really out, but yes, yeah, like it's a. Version like zero point five right now, I think. Oh yeah. wow, um, it's uh, it's worth your time, I would say. Chamber. Hmm. Right. I haven't heard of that before. What's on the menu? Oh, lots of stuff. Uh, finished Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. And it maintains it's a solid, you know, double A game. It's on sale right now, for, and I think it's down to like sixty bucks. Is that, nah. is that okay? No. Okay. No. Thing is, it looks great, but what you are actually doing becomes repetitive very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like the combat becomes very repetitive, the exploration, a lot of the side missions are very repetitive. But I never got tired of just moving around the city, and suddenly there's a freaking floating head over there or ghosts or stuff like that. So it, it was fun. This is a, this is a fifty percent off game, fifty percent. Then you can do it, and not feel bad about it. All right. So I finished that. Um, made an attempt at Turnip Boy commits tax evasion, uh, which is oh, say this a, again. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. Okay. It is a very simple Zelda-ish game, very one-note combat, but it's fairly amusing because it starts off as you know you are Turnip Boy and you have not paid your property taxes, so now you have to start doing errands for the mayor. And that, that's kind of how it begins. And it's literally just, literally just a series of fetch quests. And it's it's kind of funny. It's fairly self-aware, things like that. It's it's really short, like three hours long. 
but it kept like corrupting my saves. What? So like I would I would like try to do something and the game would freeze and the autosave is so far apart that like three times I would I lost like half an hour of work and the and the thing is only three hours long. So I gave up on that. It was nonsense. Oh. So this was like a. Uh, it was a Game Pass game. Yeah. Game okay. Pass. Yeah. So all right. Picture yourself going to a very fancy restaurant. Okay. And you sit down, and you're not allowed to order. They're only going to bring you what they make, what they think you need. <clears throat> and they bring out to you on this ornate plate what they swear to you is the finest piece of dry white toast that has ever been made. <laughs> okay? And they put it down in front of you, but you can't touch it yet. They have to talk about it for 15 minutes. In very masturbatory terms. I mean, this this is this is an amazing piece of white toast. It's the best toast that's ever been or ever will be. This toast will change your life. Are we talking about Gran Turismo 7? And you take a bite of that toast, and it is indeed... I think we are. ...the best piece of dry white toast you've ever had. Hmm. And you spit the rest out. Because it's dry white toast. And it hasn't been good for 20 fucking years. Gran Turismo 7 should be embarrassed of itself. <clears throat> it is... Yeah, visually, it's astounding, right? But the game has not been fun to play since the PlayStation 2, okay? Oof. As soon as Forza came onto the scene and and realized that you do not need to have this religious deference for the car and can just kind of have fun, Gran Turismo has been completely unimportant. Gran Turismo 7 is exactly the same thing. I never even got to the point where, like, it was pestering me about, like, like uh, microtransactions. It's just, yes, the driving is hyper-realistic. Guess what? That's not fun. I drive to fucking work. Mm-hmm. I don't need hyper-realistic stuff. I want something that's fun. So, yeah, Gran Turismo 7 is garbage. Garbage. Yeah, it looks like it. Well, again, but again, it's like the, there are people who play Flight Sim and have a good time. See, Gran Turismo 7 is, are for the people who have the multi-monitor setups and the force feedback wheels and more power to them. You can take your toast. Yeah, but that's I don't a very want narrow it. band, you know? I know. Like, it's I a don't narrow band to it. put this much resources into. I, and and, and it's, this is all Polyphony Digital does. They make Gran Turismo games, and somebody must buy them. I don't know who. Yeah, not me. Yeah, I don't know. It ain't me. You game, you game past it. I ain't no fortunate son. No, it was, it was yeah, it was that yeah. game. It was Gamefly. It showed up, and I, I put it in, and I'm like, "Jeez, this is just not." It felt like work. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's it's homework for it's fun homework for car nerds, and they love it. I mean, I, I understand that the simulation that these games present is astounding. They have taken real life race car drivers, sat them down in front of like a, a massive setup, and they are racing like, similar times to whatever their actual times are on the actual racetracks. That's how realistic this shit is. Oh, man, I saw a thing about how as the sun comes up, it changes, like, the, the humidity and the heat of the air will change how the car behaves. Because but you don't notice that shit. tire grip. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe people do. I don't. But maybe people do. I, you know, it, it's, it's the Jurassic Park thing. They were so busy trying to figure out if they could, they never stopped and thought <laughs> they should. That's, it's... Okay, moving on. Um, I am enjoying a roguelike. Oh, no. Uh, you feeling okay? Uh, I, it, rogue Legacy rogue, 2. Rogue are you, Legacy are, are you 2. dying? I am not, but Rogue... See, I enjoyed Rogue Legacy. 
because mm-hmm. the rogueness of it is it was so very light. light. So yeah. light. And Rogue Legacy 2 is everything you want a sequel to be. It's just more. I liked that. Would you like more of that? Yes, please. Here's more. It Visually, it, it's gotten a huge upgrade. The rogueness of it is still very minimal. Do you die? Yes. When you die, you keep all your gold, and you can spend all your gold on upgrades to equipment. There's equipment now. Mm. And you can upgrade the castle. There are also... Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The first Broke Legacy didn't really have classes, right? It had different... You were like, assigned a character, right? Yeah, there were like, yeah, yeah, you could pick between like this, this blind barbarian or this yeah, ranger, yeah. Or whatever. And so, there's, there's like three, there's like three more instead of nine or something. There's, there's a lot of classes in this one, and and you start off and you've got like you're just your sword willing like like knight, right? And as you unlock more parts of the castle by increasing strength or, or health or whatever, you will unlock other classes. You need to unlock the class to unlock another wing of the castle. So let's say you want to start building up strength. Well, okay, but you have to unlock the barbarian to unlock strength, which is fine. But the more classes you unlock, the less of a chance there is for you to get the one that you want. <laughs> because there are some classes that are good for exploration. The knight is good. The Valkyrie is amazing because you can attack in four directions. Ranger, not so good. Range attacks don't really work. Mage, terrible. Barbarian is weird because your air attacks don't do as much damage. Um, I've yet to use the cook. Yes, there's a cook class. Um, I have not unlocked the ninja yet. But it, it, it feels like if I want to make a run at finishing this section of the castle or whatever it is, I want one of these classes. And if you don't get that, then you're just kind of fucking around for a life earning gold. Yeah, but that's something you can't abide because you're going through this content you've already seen. Yes, that does bother me. So usually out of the three, I find one that will let me actually make a run at whatever the next boss is. It also handles progression very well because as you get to a new area, if you have enough gold on you, you can unlock the teleporter. And instead of having to go through all the previous areas, you can teleport to the beginning of that next area. Hmm. Which is very nice. You don't, you, don't, you don't have that right away. You have to rescue a pizza delivery character. And the sure. pizza delivery character has figured out how to beat the shift, they call it, where everything changes after every life. Well, she knows how to beat it costs you a little bit of gold, but you can warp to the beginning of each area. Does it cost you gold every to... time to warp? Or just nope. unlock the warp? Cost okay. you gold once. Okay. You unlock it and now it's yours. I think this is just Xbox and PC right now. Uh, I believe so, yes. Mm-hmm. It's been out for PC for a while. It did early access for a long time. It's been almost a year, actually. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, it, the game feels very polished. Yeah, and Xbox, it's... Xbox and Windows, that's it. I'm I'm just I'm honestly enjoying it probably because it feels more like a, a just a side-scrolling 2D action game, mm-hmm. and the actual the, the roguishness of it is is so slight. Rogue that, slight, you might say. I'm, yeah, I'm so, jealous. I would I would check out Rogue Legacy. If it's it's really fun. I mean, it, the only down thing I, downside I can come up with is that some of, there are classes that are. It's, it's immediately apparent that they are better than other classes. The Valkyrie class is so good compared to all the other ones, it seems like she never comes up. Because she can attack in four directions. Well, if I'm being honest, if Rogue Legacy 2 were actually available on PlayStation, I probably wouldn't be playing it. I'm, I'm busy. What still, are you busy with? Still busy. Okay, so remember how I was enjoying the multiplayer aspect of Elden Ring, which I'd never really done before with a front game? Yeah. Jace? 
Now, the problem with this is, as I was going through an area, like, as I would reach Stormvale, I would walk through Stormvale while letting people summon me. Uh. And this would make, <laughs> this would make what would be, a, like, a, a half an hour, 40 minute run to clear this zone as me, just me, this turns it into, like, this would turn it into a five hour thing. And I would end up with, you know, five or six times the runes to level up with that anyone else got going through this area. So by the time I got to the mid-game, I was always way out-leveling everyone else who was doing whatever content I was looking at. And my solution to this for, like, two characters in a row, because I was really enjoying that aspect, was to just start the character again. And I can do all that fun stuff down in Limgrave, actually helping people out. I love doing that. Do the fun stuff in Lemuria. I love help or Lyernia. I love helping people in Lyernia. That's awesome. And then by the time I get to the mountain, it's usually I'm now over-leveled. So what, yep. I, what I decided to do, well, <clears throat> I met a guy. I met an asshole, and that asshole actually proved inspiration. We're all familiar with Let Me Solo Her, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Wears a pot on his head and underwear. And, yes. That's right. Let Me Solo Her is a PC player who wears a pot on his head, uh, is wearing underwear and two katanas, and is there to fight just the hardest boss in the game. And the player has put uh, this character at, like, level 170, I think it is. I'm not sure how upgraded the weapons are, but here's the deal. There are very narrow bands in which a host can summon you to assist them in Elden Ring. And that band extends above their rune level, and below their rune level, and, crucially, above their weapon upgrade level. And Hmm. a little below their weapon upgrade level. So, what I did was I decided, in order to be summoned by a level 29 player going into Stormvale Castle, I needed, I could not be more than level 41, I think. 40 or 41. Um, and so I decided I would do that. I would upgrade my swords to plus nine and I would unlock every talisman pouch Mm. for my character. Alex, do you remember how you have to, what you have to do to unlock the talisman pouches? You got to get some, uh, great runes. You got to beat some bosses. So to get the first one, you beat the, um, I don't even remember the guy's name, Margit or something, or what? Yeah, what, the Fell guy? Omen. Uh, well, the little guy at the gates of Stormvale. You have to beat mm-hmm. him, uh, and then you have to beat two of the major rune bosses, and that unlocks your third, um, uh, your third talisman slot. And for yep. Chamberlain and the listener, what talismans are is they are things like your you have increased armor with this item. Yeah. They're like the rings from the other Dark yes, Souls. Yes, you have increased fire resistance. Your your um, your stamina regenerates faster, so on and so forth. The fourth one unlocks when you beat um, uh, it, Godric. When you beat Godric just before the final boss of Landell the Capital, which is like level one hundred and twenty content. <laughs> so I did all that shit at level forty. Good job, man. But doing it with plus six swords was fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Doing it with nine was okay. Doing it with plus six was... So, I, again, I re-rolled the character because I had plus nine swords on the earlier character and I wasn't getting summoned in Stormvale. No one had weapons that good. So I re-rolled it again. Brought them up to level 40 again. Cleared all those bosses again. And then decided, you know what? I really want that emote where... Um, where she does the little spinny thing if you oh, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. finish the jellyfish quest. So then I went uh, I went and I killed the final boss of Leyendel, and then I went to the mountaintops of the giants to get that. And then I was like, you know what? I really want Patch's crouch too. 
So I had to go beat Rikard, the boss of Volcano Manor, as like a level 40. This was really, really all hard to do. But now what I have is this character called Stormvale Angel. Mm. She wears Blythe's armor without the cape. It's a really cool looking suit of armor and it's the highest poise that I can get her. Her max equ- maximum equi- equipment load is 76.2. Her equipped weight with one 24 weight sword in one hand, another 24 weight great sword in the other hand, and Blythe's armor is 76. So Plus, you're over armor. No, but yes, over- I'm, I'm way overweight. I'm super yeah. overweight. Like, I, I thump along as I walk, I do a fat roll, but I'm wearing armor to the point that I can take hits. Very other, very few other characters I see in Stormville or other players are wearing any sort of armor, so they get one shot very, very easily by things. Um, so I've got Blythe's armor. One of my trinkets is um, is the great the great Arsenal's charm, which I'll, which increases my equip load, allows me to get up to seventy six point two. One of them uh, increases the rate of my stamina regens because having such heavy heavy armor slows it. One of them. Every time an enemy dies anywhere in the level, I get a little bit of magic. And the other, any time any, an enemy dies anywhere in the level, I get a little bit of health back. So this character is custom designed to survive as long as possible and just fight people from the beginning of the castle all the way through the end of the castle, beating every mini-boss and the final boss. And by the time I get to the final boss, I usually have all, all six of my health potions still on me. Oh, that's the other thing. I had to unlock every single unlock for the flask. <laughs> because when you go into multiplayer, you have half as many flasks as you do in the main game. Uh, so in order to have six healing flasks and one uh, magic flask, I need to be carrying 12 healing flasks and two of the magic flasks. So I had to unlock every single one of them at level 40. It was really hard to do. <clears throat> and now, fuck, I have so many fucking stories about doing this. <laughs> it's all I've done for the last week and a half is just like Damn. after work is done, I go upstairs and I help people get through Stormville. And I'm still not bored of it. I'm still having a great time. I did get to the point where I was like, you know what, let's shake things up a bit. So I started invading people. Like as uh, if you invade someone, your job is to kill the host. And I would invade people and then make it very clear that I wasn't trying to kill them. And a lot of people will do that, but you kill them anyway just to be safe. (laughs) But what I do is I'll just walk very slowly towards them. And if they take a swing at me, I'll bloodhound step out of it and walk slowly past them. And then I'll say, hey. And then they'll get in the middle of something and I'll just walk right up to them and say, hey. And while they're fighting something else. And that is when an invader will kill you, is when it, as soon as you're fighting a mini-boss, as soon as you're fighting another, any kind of AI enemy. Because it won't, you, you can't even hurt them as an invader. They won't touch you. <clears throat> um, and I actually successfully showed one host where a hidden key was. And I showed another host where the hidden boss was, and he was very, very thankful. Both of these hosts died of natural causes without me killing them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. There are hosts who troll their summons. Like, I have been summoned in by people who had the entire thing unlocked, had killed every mini-boss, and just wanted me to run through killing things for them so they could level up. And then we got to the final boss's room, and they would walk off an edge to kill themselves before I could kill the boss. Because once you kill the boss as the host, you can't summon people in that area anymore. Oh. Yeah, real waste of time. Uh, St. Yelena. Uh, St. Yelena was one of my earliest success stories. And a perfect run of Stormvale is you start you start at the cliffside. 
you take them up, you <clears throat> show them where the hidden Crucible Knight is, you kill the Crucible Knight, you take them around, you kill the Graft of Skyon, you open up the Fog Door. If they don't have a key to open the Fog Door, you then lead them up and around into the rafters where there's a hidden key, and then lead them back to the Fog Door and bow to them as they open the door. That's good service. <laughs> <laughs> um, With a smile. Then you then you lead them across the uh, the courtyard full of enemies to the next grace, and you show them the next fog door with a bunch of um, uh, faith items, and then you point at a door that is currently locked, and, on the, and then I will turn around and lead them to an elevator. And if they just follow me, I will take them around and show them how to open that door, then down into the bowels of the castle to kill the hidden boss, the um, corrupted tree spirit or something like that. And then back to the boss's room, get another golden seed, uh, talk to an NPC, and finally kill the boss. And with St. Yelena, I did everything. I did literally everything. And every time an invader came for us, we killed it. And when I've, when I've completed a run or I've, uh, we beat the final boss, I turn to the host, I bow to the host, I whip out a prattling pate and say, You're beautiful. Mm. And then I sit down. And when I sat down in front of St. Yelena, they started tossing glowing rocks at me. Just giving me so many flowers, it felt really, really cool. Um, so basically, you are no longer playing Elden Ring; you are living okay. Elden Ring. I, I've definitely made it a kind of a job for myself. Yeah, but I'm finding a lot of joy in it. I'm Would you say that you bad, have become vengeance, vengeance, and or the night? No, no, absolutely okay. not. I am, I am, I am mourning and the light. Oh, I am here to help. Oh. Um, and I'm re- I'm getting really really good at it. Uh, the one thing I worry about taking out of my rotation is as you lead people towards one of the hidden bosses, there is a there is a ledge, and there's a body sitting on the ledge. And if you walk up to the body, you won't be able to pick up the item that the that's on the body. And the the item is like a plus ten golden rune, like it's a lot of money. You want it, um, and the only way to get it is to hop up and land on the ledge. Uh, just all you gotta do is just press jump and nudge the analog stick forward a little bit. And most hosts they'll get there and they'll try to pick it up and they won't understand. So I hop up on the ledge and I hit the jump button until they do it. And nine out of ten hosts do it. The tenth host leaps off into space. Ah. <laughs> and it's, it's happened so much that I'm considering just not <laughs> showing people. How, oh, but that's how so many? Much fun. How many rune arcs do you have? Uh, I'm like at eighty right now. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm getting a lot of friend requests. I got up to, um, like, I had lost 200,000 when I went to the mountaintops of the Giants. I couldn't beat, uh, you know the veteran at Castle, at, like, the Red Keep up in the mountains, Alex? Uh, no. He's got the key to the Halig Tree or one of the, oh, yeah, 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 okay. the Halig Tree. I couldn't beat that guy. Yeah, he's rough. Yeah. If he can't kill the two guys quick. So I can never get the, no, no, he one-shots me. Like, he just oh, one-shots no. me. I Oof. can't, I can't deal with it. Uh, it's really sad. Um, but I, so I lost 200,000 runes there, but over the last week, I got up to a million just Ooh. in the castle. And then I Without went, cashing these things in? Well, yeah, because if I level up, I won't be able to be summoned by someone that low level enough to be running through Stormvale. I can't level up. If See, I do, I'm locking myself out of Stormvale. And the character That's why you're breaking Stormvale. my, that's why you're breaking my brain with this, is because you like, my the way I play games, I'm I'm. You're telling me this story, and I'm like, so, what's the benefit? Um, and your answer is the you're the a good rock time. the rock shower the the reaction like I get the reaction I get from a host when they 
uh, when they die and successfully re-summon me. Like, the first time someone meets Stormville Angel, it's like, hey, someone, let's get to work. The second time someone summons me in, it's like, yes, it's you, let's do this! (laughs) (laughs) And I just rock this place. Like, I could show you, like, I've learned so much. I used to carry glowing stones on me that you could toss off ledges, and if the glowing stone hits the ground and doesn't shatter, you will survive the fall. I also found out that there's an item called soft cotton. Oh, yeah, I love soft cotton. If there's a fall like that, that you will technically survive, but it'll hurt you very badly, uh, you can just equip some soft cotton, and it will deal zero damage. It so, also makes you quiet. Yes, it does. It, I used to run around with both of those in my quick slots, uh, and but then I got to know the level so well, you never need them. There is a safe way to get to everything. Oh, wow. I've found so many cool shortcuts. Um, I've had so many cool... Uh, if, like, oh, God, there was an invader earlier today. Okay. So uh, <laughs> this invader this invader invades me and me and the host, and the host isn't the sharpest stick in the drawer. And you can kind of tell when someone knows what they're doing and they don't. This one kind of don't. Uh, one, one invader we dealt with, the other one was too clever, and he kept on not fighting us uh, if there weren't enemies around. So, uh, but he didn't know, but the invader didn't know the secrets of the castle. So he goes that way and he's thinking, well, they have to go this way because they haven't unlocked that other elevator. This is the only way to go. And I'm like, okay, so we drop off this ledge and fight a mini boss down here. And then we take this elevator up and he's still over there waiting with the birds. So we're going to go further up the castle. We're going to jump across these runes. Here's a stone sword key. Here's an emote. Uh, here's a talisman. Now we drop down on the far side of the courtyard. Um, and he's like running across the courtyard trying to get to us. And I lead my guy right, uh, right past like a sleeping giant that you don't want to wake up. And I point him at the nearby save point. I'm like, here we go. This is it. And the host is dumb enough to aggro the giant. Mm. So the, so, but he follows me into the safe room. So now we're fighting the giant and the dog that comes with the giant who is a (laughs) bastard and the invader. But I kill the, the giant, the invader. And then fight off the or the giant and the the dog, and then fight off the invader. And the invader goes up there because there's some birds over there. He wants us to aggro, and the host goes to fight him. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> and I just you don't need to do that. Yeah. And I lead the host up an elevator, and we go around here. And the invader has no idea how we're getting where we're going, so I lead him back around down to the ulcerated tree spirit, and me and the boss, or me and the host, and another summons. Uh, kill this really, really hard mini-boss, but the invader can't figure out how to get to us, so he uses this item called a a Phantom's Severed Finger, I think it's called. And what that does is it teleports you within the level that you're in, somewhere closer to where the host you're trying to kill is. So he teleports in just in time to see us kill this mini-boss, and we all turn around to him, and now he doesn't have any enemies to run to. He's Mm -hmm. in a big boss room, the only way out of which is a ladder that is as long as the ladder at the beginning of Snake Eater. Mm. And half of my team are casters. We will blow him off that ladder if he even tries to climb it. So he immediately kneels and severs his connection to our world and just fucks off. Ah. It was beautiful. Hang on, let me see if I got any of this written down here. <laughs> I may see, have no, it's it's fascinating the way you are... You're, you're playing almost a different game. Yes. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I call it... I've made Elden Ring, well, this aspect of Elden Ring my own. Oh, and I never talked about Morn Night. What, the wait, night would night. you describe your experience as adventures in Elden sitting? Uh, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. 100%, 100% yeah. a little bit. Um, 
I, I got summoned earlier today by a guy right at the boss's door. And as I kind of like looked around the level, I realized he hadn't done anything. So I basically ran him backwards through the entire castle to unlock everything he hadn't done. <laughs> and then we turned around and went back to the boss's door and I whip out this prattling pate. Let's get to it. Um, okay, so I got up to a million runes and then I went and I talked to uh, the, the, I think it's called the Blackguard or... The guy who uh, cooks the who cooks the um, uh, the prawns, you know who I'm talking about, Alex? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. You go find him outside the capital. Now he's selling crab, and crab massively decreases the physical damage you take. So now when an invader pops up, I have spent four hundred thousand runes on crab, and I have like seven hundred <laughs> of them. So now when <laughs> wait, crab or the prawn? The the prawn reduces physical damage. Okay. A lot. No. The crab massively reduces physical damage. When does he start selling crab? I, he gets never... to the capital. Oh, right. He's, right, he's, right. he's at the place outside the capital. So if you never, um, if you never free the the dung eater, uh, you can just keep on buying crab from him forever. Um, there's a there's a there's actually two there's two keys that I can find, and I used to just show people where the hidden key was as we run through the level, and now I specifically don't, because now what I found I absolutely love is when the host walks up to one of these key doors and does the animation that they don't have a key, and then I bow to them and show them where the key is. It's my favorite thing in the world, but I think I already no. mentioned that. Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> but the reason this whole thing came about was as I was on one of my earlier characters that I was actually leveling up, I was helping people through Castle Morn one day, and we were repeatedly invaded by a smurf called Morn Nightmare. And this guy had two Sword of St. Trinas, which uh, they build up a status effect that puts you to sleep. It basically stuns you in the middle of a combo um, and, and makes you unable to do anything. And once he starts hitting you, there is no way to, to That's get it. out of it. You're just Still dead. Locked, basically. You're just dead. Yep. So this guy was an absolute monster and was clearly limiting himself just to sitting in Castle Morn and fucking with people. And that pissed me off so much for so long that I realized, wait a minute, I can just do the opposite of that. I can have someone who just goes to Stormville and helps people. And it's it's been very satisfying so far. Sounds like it. I might get a good video out of it, but there's a lot of footage to go through. You're a good man, David. I I had one earlier today where there's this uh, there's a scarab um, just kind of down. And a scarab is a special enemy that will drop like a weapon upgrade or a spell sometimes, generally. And it will disappear if you get too close to it. Like, it'll run away and then disappear if you don't kill it really quickly. <clears throat> and so I've gotten really good at coming out of this one door and leaping out into space over the scarab and smashing it with an overhead attack and just one-shotting it. I've gotten really good at that. And so I'm, I'm running these guys through Stormvale. We get invaded, whatever. We still have to go in this direction. And I go flying out into space over the scarab. I bring up my weapons, and I see that the, uh, the invader is also right below me. <laughs> <laughs> and so at the last minute, I just turned my aim to the side and actually one-shot this guy. Kabam! And I usually can one-shot someone. Usually they have better armor than that. But no. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Elden Ring. Sounds fun. It's fucking, what has it been, so, two months, three months since Elden Ring launched? It, it feels like a while now, yeah. What is it going to take? I don't know, to, man. Because, like, on. man, the I mean, DLC what? should be coming out in a couple months. We all know it's real. <laughs> uh, absolutely it is. But I would... It would surprise me if it was that soon. 
Like yeah, this, maybe maybe they like eight month it. Yeah, this was like a, this game in itself is seems to have been a fairly Herculean effort, and I would imagine any addition to it would be equally oversized. Yeah, but I mean, I'll, I'll take whatever they got, man. One hundred percent, I'll just play whatever from makes next. From is like next game you play as a clown. I'm like, thank you, father. Whatever, you yeah. want, whatever you want to give me, I'll happily take. It's, I mean, it's time for headlines. I, I don't know if I've ever been that in love with any game. It's been a long time for me. And I love Elden Ring, but I don't love it this much. Okay, for, for maybe for me specifically, with Elden Ring, um, From became a multiplayer game. And that's not the case. They've always had multiplayer, but for me, with this... Well, yeah, I mean, this is... It's never been this A, popular, or B, this... Yes. Deep. Yes. That's really nice. Quite nice. Yeah, no, you'd think when they took out all the um, multiplayer rewards, like with the Covenants, that it would have, like, gone downhill, but holy shit. Yeah, no, like, people are invading all the time. Uh, I was It was actually easier to find hosts to invade for a while than it was to get summoned to help people. I don't understand that. Hmm. Um, I, I, maybe it's not Peter. Like, are you, I feel like uh, it might be petering off a little, like I'm not getting summoned as often, but that might just be my feeling. I don't know. I mean, the fact that you can't, like, actually notice. Um, I kind it's of got notice. better multiplayer than freaking uh, Battlefield right now. Well, that's true. Although, like, a lot of people on forums still complain about like drops and shit like that. I think PC is probably having a harder time than console. Yeah, like, apparently the Dark Souls servers still aren't up. Correct. Wow, that's bad. Headline. Yeah. In entertainment news, I think you should leave. With Tim Robinson has been renewed for season three at Netflix. Woo-hoo! Although worth noting, Netflix all, also quietly canned a ton of its animation projects. This yeah, week. That's, that's, a, that's a nasty story. And a year ago, they hired a ton of specifically women and people of color yes. to do work. And before their shows even came out, they had people move to L.A. for this shit. I know. And before the shows even came out, they laid them all off. Fuck. Following that announcement about uh, they're not going to hit projections or whatever. Still, though, I can't know how to hear any more about tables. I'm so happy. <laughs> I think you should leave. Oh. It's just like there's, it, it, there's one sketch where he just yells, I can't know how to hear any more about tables. I don't know why. I think it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard, but it just is. What's your job, though? It's just tables. <laughs> Our flag means death has retained its top spot on the streaming charts for six weeks in a row. Good for it. I agreed. Kung Fu Hustle is getting a sequel. Oh, All right. Yeah, see, Kung Fu Hustle came out in 2004. Mm, okay. It's been a minute. No. And it is brilliant. Kung Fu Hustle is brilliant. Yeah. Do we really need another one? Did I, need I mean, do Matrix? I need another live-action Wuxi cartoon? Yes, yes I do. Yes, uh-huh. Exactly that. They, they, they really shouldn't try to have any returning characters then. They should just make it all new stuff. No, is it the same director? I believe it is, and the poster liter- is literally like the... It's an axe, but with the um, with a lollipop mm. that he gave that he gives the main girl at the beginning, like as a child. So it's it's definitely him. That character is back, and I'm pretty sure that the character, character was like a god. The character the was the movie. director. Yes, I know. I want to see that shit. What was his name? The character's uh, name. I don't fucking remember. No, the act, the director. I used to know it. He did Shaolin Soccer. I never saw Shaolin Soccer. I don't know. 
Stephen Chow. Stephen Chow, I think. Yeah. No, he said he won't star in the big name Kung Fu sequel. Oh, well... He's going to make a cameo, so it's going to be new stuff. Well, I mean, it's been 14 years. He probably wants a yeah. younger actor to play that character. Uh, Well, no, it's he said it's probably going to have a female lead. I'm reading something about oh. it on screen right now, so it's going to be new stuff. Hmm. I saw I saw a thing about how Michelle Yeoh is not, was not originally a martial artist. She was a ballerina. She was a dancer. I can see that. That explains part of it, though. And most kung fu in early uh, Chinese, like Hong Kong, quote, action the movies... Work. Yeah. It was it was most mostly it was women doing it because they were dancers and it was seen more like an operatic dancer thing and then they kinda got pushed to the side when it became an action thing. A little bit. Well, at least that's the story of it. Well nice snow recourse correcting. Hmm. Uh, HBO Max has ordered a Harley Quinn spin off series about Kite Man. Okay. <laughs> the whole point of the Kite Man character is no one wants to hang with Kite Man, he's a goober. Well why? Oh, because... That, I mean, like, I don't know. I'd rather have a spin-off you, you can make an entertaining, you know. Yeah, I mean, if I, I they, maybe. you can make an interesting series about a goober who thinks he's this hot shit and sometimes delves into depression. Yeah, that could work. That They did that. It was called The Tick. I know. They could do uh, it again. That's probably uh, why they're, Peacemaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pe- yeah, they got to follow Peacemaker on the same channel. Oof. Matt Reeves, the Batman, has been greenlit for a sequel. I'm down. Shocking. I'm down for another. But also, hours. yes, I would see this. Yeah. Tragically, Venom Three is officially in the works at Sony Pictures. <laughs> Tragically. Uh, Seth, uh, Seth MacFarlane's The Orville on Hulu in the States will be coming to the España version of Disney's Plus starting on June second. No word on the Canadian version. And in the States, you can get it on Hulu. In Overwatch news. Activision Blizzard shareholders voted 98% in favor of the Microsoft acquisition this week. That was why, expected. Why, why wouldn't you? Yes, this is... Wait, we'll, we'll make more money? Then, you, yes, mm-hmm. let's do this. A new, well, I don't know, guys. Does Microsoft need more money? <laughs> a new lawsuit in New York alleges Bobby Kotick rushed through the Microsoft acquisition to escape liability for wrongdoing from his conduct at the company. Him? Escape oh, wrongdoing? No shit. I believe no that. Immediately I, I don't know. No that seems like a lot of effort for him to escape wrongdoing, but okay. No, I, <laughs> I, no, I buy it. Uh, a balance change in Overwatch 2 beta gives Zen a more powerful kick that boops enemies like a Lucio. It does the damage of a Torb Hammer. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I'm kind of hyped for it. Uh, Activision Blizzard is facing another complaint to the National oh. Relations Board that it's trying to keep employees from talking about work conditions despite their legally protected right to do so. Specifically, apparently, it's retaliating against people and saying you can't talk about the sex uh, discrimination lawsuit. Um, the Overwatch 2 beta shattered the game's record on Twitch for concurrent viewers, hitting over 1.5 million. Wow. They were giving away access to the beta if you watch so many hours on one of their Twitch partners streaming Overwatch 2. Uh, okay. That kind of that, explains it to yeah. yep. uh, Overwatch 2 does away with the metal system and now has a live scoreboard during matches showing exactly how much damage you've done, how many limbs you've done, how much healing you've done, how much damage you block, so on and so forth, for everyone on both teams. <laughs> so now you can suss out who the person who sucks really is. There's that. So, In real time. <laughs> so I think, that, I think that has a real capacity for toxicity. And on oh, the, yeah. And on the other hand, if one player is doing really, really well on the enemy team, now the other team can really clearly see it. So characters like Widowmaker who are just popping off and no one's doing anything about people might go, whoa, wow, they actually have 15 limbs. Maybe we should 
switch off the Rhine. <laughs> uh, so uh, it might be good, but yeah, I can see a lot of problems with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Elden Ring news, if okay, this is a, a problem in Stormvale for multiplayer, and I'm just going to bitch about it. So early on in Stormvale Castle, you're going up the cliffside. Uh, you eventually get into the castle, and as you work your way up, there's a locked door. The only way into that door is you have to open a side room. In the side room is a banished knight, and, that, and the first time you open the door, you're teleported into the room, and a cutscene occurs. Um, and the cutscene is just the gatekeeper Gostock laughing <laughs> in the dark. And then the lights come up, and you're in the room with a thing called a banished knight, which is a very tough enemy for any player that I try to see through that room. I can kill one of these things in three swings. Yep. I'm quite good at it. The bug is, if that if it's the second time, or third, or fourth, or fifth, if it's not the first time you open the door, the cutscene only occurs on the first time. If it's not the first time you open the door, a summoned helper cannot damage that knight. Oof. So all I can do is get close enough to the knight that it will aggro onto me just from proximity, turn it around and hopefully the host will deal some damage but the host has to understand that that's what's going on and try to kill it and if it doesn't it'll just kill both of us uh it's really fucking frustrating especially when i can just obliterate this thing if you let me uh from software so i'd really like to see that bug fixed in rumors this week xign guy colin mortiarty says quote we haven't seen the last of bloodborne stop it that's so fucking cruel. Why would you say that? Shut up. Multiple. You, you need to get from software sometime, okay? They just put out this game that you I'm both not, love. Give want, them some I time. I don't want to give them any time. I want to give Bluepoint time to do the upport that I need so bad. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be so nice. Uh, Multiple people this week are pushing a rumor that Sony is going to buy Square. Boo. So, don't buy well, Square, uh, Sony. Re- don't buy Square. They're not worth say, your time. Read the next story, then I have a comment on this. The Federal Trade Commission has opened an inquiry. In, oh wait, no, sorry. no, no, not that one. Square Enix sold off Crystal oh, Dynamics and Eidos, its Western studios, for $300 million, saying they Cheap. intend to invest that money in NFT technology. Ah. The studios and many of their IP, including Legacy of Ch- Kane Chamberlain, mm-hmm. are now in the hands of Embracer Group. Worth noting, the Embracer NFT group market just fucking collapsed. Huge. It's huge. Embracer, imp- yeah. But it's a lot of IPs. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what good game. THQ is in in Embracer Group, too. Mm -hmm. So, people want Sony to buy Square to save Square from itself. That's fair. At this point, I don't think Square needs to be saved from itself. I think we should just let it go. Yep, and then sell those IP. Yeah. Yeah. If they're doing this to invest in NFTs, and you're giving away Tomb Raider... Yeah, the, what the hell? <clears throat> the Kingdom Hearts designer, or the director, I think is quite is actually quite good. Like, I don't know why Final Fantasy fifteen sucked as much as it did. I expected better from him, but um, but there are some there is there are a few creative talents at Square that might be worth looking at. But as a whole, that thing is a behemoth that churns out the same old crap. That is the opposite of Sony of, of all of Sony Studios. I think that would be a terrible thing. That would be a horrible fit for Sony to buy Square Enix. Yeah, I, I would sooner have Sony spend the money on all of Konami's IP than have them buy Square. The only thing that might be worth it to buy Square is Square Dragon Quest. Or not, uh, yeah, Dragon Quest? Yeah. No. Yeah, Dragon no. Quest. No, well, okay, Dragon Quest is the Enix part of Squeenix. Yeah. So, yes, it, technically it is. Oh, I forgot yeah, about the Yeah, but that's the only aspect of Square that yeah. I'd say, like, yeah, Sony should totally do that. 
But only that, not the rest of it, not the people who are pumping out shitty Final Fantasy games, not all these little fucking handheld RPGs that are all the so same. So, is this Square of Japan taking revenge on Crystal Dynamics for how shitty Marvel's Avengers was? I'm, I'm sure. Because that was Crystal Dynamics, among you other know. people. They didn't want to make that game. I'm not going to give them too much shit for that. No, they didn't. of course they didn't want to make that game. No, they, they were going to make that game, but like make it single player. And they're like, no, 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 it has to be Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. Awful. And here's the thing, we, we we at some point in time, I wouldn't mind another Tomb Raider game. Yeah. I mean, you could wait a couple but, more years. I don't I don't need no one right now. But I want to play the Tomb but, Raider game that Naughty Dog would make and <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Yeah, no we I did. It was called Uncharted. Uncharted, and it was so much fucking better than any Tomb Raider. And then Tomb yeah. Raider aped Uncharted with Tomb Raider, I want to say 2016. Oh, uh, well, the trilogy. Yeah, the, well, the, the most the recent trilogy one, was basically Uncharted. The ones. first one in the trilogy was basically gritty Uncharted, and it worked well. And then they rested on those laurels for another three games. And while Uncharted I... was doing more interesting things with the, with the formula. Yeah, see, I don't know if I want gritty Lara Croft anymore. I wouldn't mind a more light exploration, you know, like, hmm. I don't know. Grimdark is like, I think Grimdark may have run its course for a lot of this stuff. Can we not have that? It's like, yeah, I wouldn't if I want Grimdark, I'll just give me another Gears game. Give me Gear 6, that'll be Grimdark enough. Yeah, the, the amount of it in The Last of Us 2 was kind of, was quite a turnoff for me, actually. Yeah. It was fucking depressing. So yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Now, the FTC, yeah. The Federal Trade Commission has opened an inquiry into Sony's $3.6 billion acquisition of Bungie. And yet, they must have done the same with Microsoft by Oh, yeah, because that one was okay. like, what, $70 million Or $70 billion? Yeah. Uh, the, the gender discrimination lawsuit against Sony was dismissed by the District Court of North, Carol- North California this week, but the court left the door open for more testimonies in a second filing. Uh, PlayStation 5 stock issues are expected to last into 2024 now due to the continued chip shortage. Good lord. This is following an announcement from the Intel guy this week. I hope that this generation lasts as long as the 360 generation. Yeah. Remember how long the 360 generation was? Yeah, it was, it was like so twice, long. It was like twice the length of a regular generation. Yeah. Which I was fine with that. I mean, that's fine. It was cool. great. Yeah. Honestly, so, fidelity hasn't gone up that much. Well, it, that's not true. If Sony goes and releases a PlayStation 5.5 before 2024, uh, yeah, I'll buy that. it. But I will be pissed about it because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the I'll, textures... I'll try to buy it. I'd try to buy it. I would not sell my PS5 until I actually had that one in my hands. How does that sound? <laughs> Some of the textures in what, Alex? What are you talking about? Some of the textures in um, Andromeda. I know that was a PS4 game, but like it's almost little over five years old now and tur- turned all the way up it could have come out today okay but that's some the of those, PC version yeah. Yeah, the, some guess. of the soft like leather textures are fucking gorgeous well we've reached a point of not I want to call it diminishing returns but the, the, the leaps are not as high anymore now it's uh-uh. all about about um, AI, ray tracing yeah it's ray tracing yeah Hey, ray tracing makes a huge it difference. It makes a there's, huge there's difference. Right. In but, Ghostwire, and it looks really good. But we need another generation to make it like more oh. feasible. Ghostwire is already down at fifty percent on COG. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, there. See, that's too no. That's bad. where it should have been. That's where it, no. I, I do. I like the game. Yes. Is it a full price game? No, it's not. It's a double A game. It should be double A price. Uh, all standard editions of the original Dying Light will get a free upgrade to the enhanced edition as of this week. Wow, oh, that's nice. Uh, Dying Light 1 has now sold over 20 million copies since since its launch in 2016. Dying Light 2 has done 5 million since launch. Hmm. 
you finished Dying Light 1, correct? correct? multiple times. Will you ever go back to finish Dying Light 2? Almost no, definitely. Almost definitely. I definitely have a hunger for that type of action. But the action of Elden Ring is so meaningful. Especially when someone else is relying on me to get it right. And I can, like, I can fuck up and die very easily doing what I'm doing. I have a wonderful blooper where I leap at one of these um, banished knights who has a, a halberd. And what he does is, he, is, if you don't interrupt him and he starts the animation... He does this thing where he swings it around and like a buffeting wind surrounds him. And it'll knock you mm -hmm. back out of whatever animation you're in the middle of. So you have to hit him before he starts that. And, and I leap towards him and unfortunately I am between him and a pit in the middle of the room that an elevator can come up. And he gets the animation off and boop, down the pit I go. And it's just, it's that easy. It's that easy to die in this game. So when you get it right for that entire hour... <laughs> and get someone from the beginning of Stormbelt to the end. Oh, it's that's, fucking, that's, that's the chef's kiss. That is, that is so satisfying. That is better than any pulse bomb. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's a bold statement from yours truly. Mm -hmm. uh, Dying Light 2 got a new game plus patch this week. Hey. Oh, cool. yeah, hey. That's not nothing. Yeah. No. <clears throat> Xbox suffered some weird downtime today, even for offline games. Single-player games were unplayable for about nine hours, with errors telling people that they didn't own the game. Yeah, well, uh -oh. no one owns anything anymore. You simply have a license to use it. Yeah, but so. it, because it wasn't able to complete the check, you couldn't play it. Now, mm -hmm. this, occur, this will occur on PlayStation if you haven't played the game in the last month. And you just go to the game and say, okay, play. It, it does a check every time you play it, and says, can I connect? But if you have have confirmed that in the last month, you can play. Mm -hmm. It's kind of amazing. It's almost like Microsoft meant what they said with the Xbox One, and they're actually finally doing it now. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> uh, okay, I need you guys to click on those links and actually see what this is. Oh, I did already. I'm familiar with Jacko. Square Enix. And... Hang on. Here's, yeah. here's the headline. Square Enix is selling an actual figure of Tifa from Final Fantasy VII doing the Jacko pose. Uh, it is selling for $750. And what? this is something that I'm not shocked exists, but I was really surprised that it was an official item. Like, often, like, there are, like, third-party figures that are done that yeah. are not shit that you would expect the company to be too happy with, but that occurs on the side. But this is coming straight from Square Enix. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's weird. Yeah, the first time I saw it, it was like... That's wild. Twerking on Zack's grave? Is that what they're looking at? No. It looks like it's, she's twerking on the buster <laughs> on sword. On the sword. On yeah. the buster yeah. sword, yeah. It's like, like that. There's, there's, a, there's, a there's an edge right there, Tifa. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, that seems dangerous, Tifa. Uh, Psychonauts 2 is Double Fine's most critically acclaimed and best-selling game to date, moving at least 1.7 million copies. Good. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's not great, but at least it didn't bomb. Yes. Wait, wait, hold on. There are, going back to this Tifa thing, okay. there are um, editions you can buy. There's mm. the standard edition. Yeah. The advanced edition with exchangeable nude body. No, I no, knew it was going real. there. I knew Ex it was going advanced there. Advanced with exchangeable battle suit nude body. Advanced with two exchangeable bodies. And this is an official product. Tifa, I'm sorry. Man, they are... Uh... Yeah, Tifa deserved better. She, I honestly... I thought she was fine in Remake. I think... Well, I mean, okay, she, she, was, she seemed... was still... She was still incredibly top-heavy, and the way she was portrayed during that scene where she mixes clouded drink... Come on. Yeah. yeah. 
but there's point. There, but the way she and and um I forget her name, Chick who dies are supposed to die interact Earth. was always fairly interesting. Yeah, no, Earth, like, yeah. The, the way she and Aerith interact was always fun. How she was realized as a character in the remake, I really liked. And yeah. and that's another reason why this is quite disappointing, Square. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, we're not we're not the audience for this. I don't think North America is really the audience for this. No, um, no I'm sure no. this. I'm sure this will do well in, in Japan. A- along with a piece of concept art for the Callisto Protocol, uh, producer Glenn Schofield says it's almost time to show you the real thing. Can't wait. Yeah. E three twenty twenty two. Kind of. You know, this summer. I wish they would. People would talk about games and. Until they're like at least six months from coming out. Okay. Which Fallout did that? Was that Fallout three or Fallout four? Uh, four. Uh, four. Yeah. Like, here's some video. Yeah. By the way, it's out in six months. Yes, that was a wonderful. That was perfect. And we were yes. all so hyped for it. Yes. And it ended up being okay. But it's still a better way of announcing the mm. game than this two-year run-up. Mm. I agree. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order two is now expected to launch in 2023. Uh, Meh. Facebook's most recent financial results show the company has lost twenty billion supporting its VR efforts. Great. Yeah. I want them to bleed. I wish Sony would like wise up and say, you know what, the PSVR two is probably not going to actually penetrate the market. Nope. Because it never fucking has. It has not. Microsoft will hold its summer Xbox and Bethesda Games showcase on June twelfth. They've come out and said there is no projected runtime, so this is going to be this massive bloated. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was ninety minutes. No, I thought I saw someone else. I mean, maybe sparring tweets. I don't know. But what do I want to see out of that? What could Microsoft Bethesda put out that would honestly excite me? Gameplay of Starfield. Like here's yeah, here's, here's gameplay a half of, Starfield. An hour of Starfield. Yeah, honestly, I want another modern Doom game. Yeah. I'm sure that'll come. Oh, actually, no. You know what I really want? I want the third in the Wolfenstein series. No, I want a sequel to Doom 2016, not a sequel to Doom Eternal. Yeah. You got that. It was the two expansions for Doom Eternal were a sequel to Doom 2016. Oh. You just didn't play them. I'm not going to play through all that shit oh. to get to it. Um, yeah, the third Wolfenstein will be good. The kid next door likes Doom Eternal. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, kid. I, I got really bored by it. And his mom was like, oh, no, you said it now. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sure he hears it a lot. <laughs> it was less interesting than 2016. Uh, horror story game The Quarry will have 186 different endings. Well, that's just how many different characters. Seems excessive. Yeah. Different combinations. No, of that sounds Seems awesome. like Mass Effect color, sw- color swaps. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious what exactly. I'll play it. I mean, I kind of like their kind of stuff. Yeah, but you'll play it once. You'll see one of the 186. Yeah, and it'll be my ending. It'll be my canon. That's fine. Uh, Sifu is getting a bunch of free content this year with the first update of new difficulty and fashion options available now. One of those is a easier difficulty option. Yes, it is. Which I will probably take advantage of when I get around to playing it. Yeah, I might might do that as well. Uh, The variable refresh rate update for PlayStation 5 is rolled out this week. Yeah, Digital Foundry wasn't incredibly thrilled with it. The problem is so few TVs take advantage of it that it doesn't really matter right now. Okay, do either of us have a TV with VRR? God, no. No. My older brother has been holding off buying a TV until he can get one just for VRR. And I'm like, why? He's like, because it unlocks frame rate and so on and so forth. I'm like, yeah, very few games will actually do that, I think. I I don't think most games are going to be made with this in mind. 
I just want a QLED, and those haven't come down far enough yet, so yeah. I'm fine for a couple years. A bunch of people surrounding the game have reconfirmed that God of War Ragnarok is coming this year. God, I hope Good. So. Yeah, but cool. But there, but you know, but that that brings us back to the Fallout Four announcement. Um, what have we seen of Ragnarok? Nothing after the initial. Yeah, all we saw was the logo, mm-hmm. and then we've seen fucking nothing. So, what is Sony showing this summer? Well, I think that might be a big part of it. Probably, and yeah. the answer to that will be: you can play this in six months. You can play this in November or October. That'd be fun. That'll be fucking awesome. God of War was the last physical game that I bought. Oh, wow. Not including Switch games. Switch games by physical. I have but. Miles physical and Demon Souls remake physical. And I, re- that annoys you. And I regret them both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look at those I look at those to see if they ever go on sale. Those over get down to 20, 20 bucks and buying digital copies of both of those because I hate having to put the disc in. Yeah, I should buy a digital copy of Rock Band 4 one of these days, because that's the only disc I have for my Xbox. And it's because it's for the old Xbox. <laughs> yeah, and you know they're going to delist it one day, man. One, one of the, the days the companies with the rights to that is going to be pissy about it. It's going to happen. There are still songs coming out for Rock Band 4. That's crazy. It's like one or two a week. Weird. It's getting to sh- down to shit that you've never heard of before. But, actually, no, that's not true. Last time I plugged it in, and I found out my drums were broken, which broke my heart. I had to fix my drums. Um... I picked up like a ghost song and a pretty reckless song, hmm. like reason stuff. Yeah, my my drums are dead. That reminds me, <clears throat> I went to a party, and the host was really into like heavy metal and shit like that. But mm-hmm. one song he played, uh, "Tear You Apart." The song is called "Tear You Apart" by She Wants Revenge. I've not heard of this. And what this is, is it's very 80s. It's like 80s goth music. But but I could so see, like, a bunch of vampires fighting or dancing to this. Ah. Um, like, this should be playing in the background of, like, a Blade movie or something. Uh, it, it's very much its own vibe, but it was a song. It was much like that Janelle Monet song. Like, wow, I just never heard this, and this is quite good in within its genre. This is quite good within its genre, I think. I've tried to listen to other shit of theirs, didn't like any of it. This just this just really worked for me in the background of a party. Eh, I'm watching it now. This is all right. Well, the video is you know terrible. Yeah. But it turns out the girl has some kind of light in her chest, and it scares everyone. The video. Oh, this song. song is old. Okay. Never yeah, mind. yeah. I was like, I've heard this before. I have heard this it's before. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Yeah. That also explains why that video was terrible. Well, <laughs> most most music videos are pretty bad. Man, that's the year the first Borderlands came out. The only the only band that consistently does videos that are more entertaining than not is actually I hate to say the Black Keys. Their shit is always wacky. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate What's wrong with the Black Keys? They're no, fine. that's okay. what I'm saying. Their videos are, are consistently quite better than you'd yeah. expect. Like you remember the uh, the video for Lonely Boy? Yeah. Yeah. That's a classic. The Lonely Boy video is like, that. that's up there with, uh, uh, you can go with this, or you can go with that, or you can go with us. Mm-hmm. What was that one where Christopher Walken's dancing? Oh, no, that, that oh, you're thinking of, um, you're thinking of, uh, Weapon of Choice. I, yeah, I'm thinking of Weapon of Choice. Yeah, the Weapon of Choice video. You're right. You're right, different song. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. 
Again, I am watching the Black Keys video, and it's good. Anyway. <laughs> I got a girl that keeps me waiting. So I need to finish Rogue Legacy 2, because Lego Star Wars is finally here. Ooh. And I really want to play it. <laughs> I'm a little jelly of that. People do seem to love it. It sold quite well. Oh, it's, yeah. It's so Lego cool. and Star Wars selling well, you say. I'm sure, I'm sure the company's well, going to turn around to their employees and say, see, all that OT was worth it. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, but no bonuses for anyone. Uh. Uh, is it still Traveler's Tales? I think it is still Traveler's Tales. Well, it's Warner Brothers, but some other part of that in there. I don't know. It, it's it's, it's kind of they did the Assassin's Creed thing. They were churning them out like way too often, so they took an extra year or two. Still had crunch and brought out the game. <laughs> it still had crunch. That mystifies me. I... No, it must be like real poor, full, poorly management. Yeah, no, that's just, that sounds like shit management. The places, the places always use crunch. And yes, so that's, that is what that means. There was one other headline I wanted to get to. I didn't put it in headlines because you know you don't want to write it. I don't know. Hang on, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. It must and have it been, it has, how, how important could it be? It's, yeah. it's it's it's. I think it is quite important. It's just got nothing to do with video games. Oh. Uh, where is it? Oh god, I'm gonna scroll. Okay, I'm gonna just. Now I'm watching Christopher Walken dance. And this was also, God, this is this was like 25 over 10 years, years old. Over, it's no, 10? it's 2020. It's 2010. There's no that way. No, that's the 90s. No, no, that's the 90s. The video is from 2010. No bullshit. No, the YouTube video is from 2010. That doesn't mean the video came out in 2010. 2000. Yep, but the video's not from 2000. Yes, it is. But they that's, put it. They put it on YouTube in 2010. Okay, here it is. Oh, the official 4K video of the. Okay, maybe that's the. <clears throat> okay, here's that other headline. Okay. Ectopic. Please don't. Ectopic. No. Ectopic no. pregnancies. God damn it! You're gonna do this. <laughs> when they rupture the fallopian tube. Hmm. Hemorrhage fifty percent of a woman's blood in three to five minutes. In seven to ten minutes, she's dead. These occur a hundred and ten thousand times a year. An ultrasound will find them, and an abortion is the only thing that will prevent the mother's death, and the child will die. Anyway. Oh, some sometimes the child takes a long time to leave the birthing house. So you just hook up an IV. This happens in Mississippi. You hook up an IV and you wait. And sometimes this takes hours. So, it's really sad and scary. It is really sad and scary. I've been talking to my fiance about it all day. She always struck me as a religious woman. That's not the case. No, she's not. She's like, this. they're taking away our rights. What the fuck else is next? And I was um, like, yeah, like they're took a drag and I was like, oh... Oh, I got, I've got some articles to show you. Like, yeah, worth noting, a woman couldn't get a credit card without you, without her husband's consent, until like 1976, like 50 years ago. Three. Um, it's bad. This is this is really really bad, and the the rationale that he uses that Alito, oh, I think it was Alito, was mm-hmm. was, Alito. was quoting this guy who was the same. Oh fuck! It's terrifying. It's it's so, a fascist end game. It's so and they're they're I, what scares me is they're doing this possibly because they fear no retribution. 
Yeah, it's so evil on its face. Well, the thing is, there is no mechanism to remove a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, there is. But we just need we need a, a majority of Democrats in the Senate, which may never happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yay. It's really scary and sad. It is really scary and sad. So I think it's worth but taking a moment to mourn that. It is, but also worth noting that a lot of Dems and tough races are up five points today. Yes. Like five points into the lead yeah. overnight. Yeah. Which does give me... However slim, but a ray of hope. And, and I need and I need that right now. Okay, so the whole thing was a leaked document, but correct? Leaked. But the, they haven't actually done anything yet. You know, but the leak the leak was confirmed to be true. Like the it justices true, said, yes. yes, this is totally something we're working on. This doesn't represent our final opinions and blah, 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 blah. Um, so on the one hand, I like that it's given the, op- the, like, the opportunity for people to go and start protesting right now, which is good. Um... But some have suggested that it's most likely been leaked by um, a Republican-leaning figure because now they're trying to focus it on the leaker. and Take take some of the onus off of them for yeah. having this horrible decision. Yeah, the violation of the Supreme Court's privacy as they remove privacy from 50% of Americans. Um, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. It's fucked up. It's a fascist end run. Let's see how we deal with this. Yeah, and and one would hope that this will, you know, make the Democrats kind of rise out of their corner and fighter stance. But yeah, we're more of like a yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's see where we go. Yes, my country is terrible. You don't need to remind me of this. I, what, what really what really pisses me off are the people that are like, oh, what, so now this election is the most important one of our lives? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. yes. Again, the fascists again. smell blood, and we have to keep doing this until they stop, and which may be never. And like, I'm so sorry. Six fucking years ago when Trump was elected, like, it was kind of, people said that, like, okay, you guys don't understand what's going to happen with the Supreme Court. Like, people were calling this out that this was going to occur. And they're like, no, yeah, and, and couldn't possibly. Yes, and now that this has occurred, people now people are warning us. Okay, so now next they're going to come for trans rights. Oh no 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 no! We'll, they're going to come from interracial marriages. Going to come from women's gay, right to vote. Gay marriage, maybe women's but, right to vote. That would be a, maybe a that's totally bridge. on the chopping block. But I think I think uh, gay marriage and interracial marriage and any trans rights are are now definitely up in the. Targets. They couldn't possibly come for interracial marriage. That's so ridiculous. Uh, this, this is, is ridiculous. just as ridiculous. This is like it's all ridiculous. But like a hundred thousand like... women in your country will die. Will well, then they should have kept their legs closed. Uh, exactly. Like this is you know I, I mean I don't even want to debate the semantics of like a married woman happens to have a, an ectopic pregnancy. I, I I've like, heard a really convincing argument that this is a court by rapists for rapists, and I I had no mm-hmm. I can't prove her wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is literally a rapist fantasy. I can rape a woman and force her to have my child. I didn't know that was the specific fantasy rapist, but it is. But this, yeah, I mean, this is it's a it's what a rapist would do if he ever became a judge. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Really fucked up. Um, on the bright side, kids in the hall and is back in one week. Yay! <laughs> Oh, I get, I get more. Oh, look, look. There's more kids in the hall. Um, uh, Black Lady I think you should leave. Is coming back. 
I gotta take what little I got going on. <laughs> True. What do you got? I got really great absurdist sketch comedy coming there out my is. ears. That's all I got. It's expensive because the patterns are so complicated. <laughs> have, have you seen the damn flashes one? Uh, I probably did and then blocked it out. Like <laughs> I, I didn't. I remember specifically disliking the first season, and I was okay with the second season. I think you should. Yeah. But I apparently that that ghost tour one is kind of an homage to his career at SNL and how he felt in the writers' room. I, which is I, a really I, interesting. Okay, go, okay, I'm googling ghost tour. It was one you didn't like, I remember. And any of these fuckers ever bust out of the walls? Like, covered in, like, calm and shit? Okay, well, yeah, but he's just acting like a fucking... <laughs> no, but it's like... He was just, like, the odd guy out in the writer's room and just kind of got pushed out. Well, in this case, I would push that guy out as well. I know he's not he's not making himself blameless, but it's like this is how it felt. <laughs> you said we're late night, you said we can say whatever we want, but now you guys are all mad at me. <laughs> well I mean, yeah, like they got censors, man. Yeah, they do. Alright. Alright. In that case. Schedules be weird for the next couple of weeks, so we'll oh, see yeah. who's around next week. Probably not me. I got night classes till the 10th. Yeah, well, we'll, well yeah. till the 3rd, but our next recording is the 10th. Then it'll be a short week and later headlines, probably. Yep. Yep. I'll be back. All right. Yeah, yeah. Chance, you're always here. Well, always. I literally have nothing. I make, you know what? I make you guys a priority in my life. And we appreciate it. That's that's a lot of pressure, man. It is, no, but no, I, I will no, I, I, think, I will rise to it. I think that's, I think that's an indictment of my life. <laughs> Oh, like I have anything else going on besides work? <laughs> this is only happening now because my store is closed. Remodel will be done next week. Oh, what's what's your remodeling? Uh, everything. A store. We, we we emptied the whole freaking thing out. My store's been closed all week. It'll be closed next week too. Well, we so tore like, out you... everything. Tore all the slat wall out. Putting all new slat wall in. The whole place has been repainted. Getting all new fixtures for stuff. It's basically getting gutted and redone. Man, business is going well. It is. Uh, now, are you, like, down there working on this shit as it's occurring, or is this, like, a two-week vacation for you? Uh, it's, it's a little bit of both. I have been down there working on it. The thing is, the owner, the first day, Monday, I showed up with my own tools, because I have my own tools, and I know how to use some of the stuff. And he's like, oh, shit, Jim knows how to do things. So then I was that there, probably put slap all up. <laughs> no, it wasn't a mistake. I okay, okay. Mine work, and it doesn't bother me. All right. I kind of appreciated it, because I actually might, I have literal, like, hands and blood in the back end of my store now. Um, so I was there helping put slat wall up. I was there today setting things up. I'm, it's a little bit of both. I'm working some hours just in back room doing random shit, and then a lot of hours in the store just doing setup. Hmm. Most of next week is going to be fine tuning and cleaning because the place is filthy now because of like dust and drywall. No, oh, you don't have to tell me. So. That's what my new house smells like. Yeah. So, but we should be open next week, which means my vacation is over. Oh. <laughs> Was that oh, a paid I mean, vacation for you? Oh no, it's not. It's not. It's I've I've put in over forty hours this week, but it's been like eight to fives. That's a vacation for me. Oh, <laughs> getting to go home at five o'clock. Wow, that's easy. Because normally I work till eight, nine, I re- ten on Fridays. <laughs> I really appreciate that I have a job where like I don't. What's going on in the job is never really a question. I look at the clock, and if it's four, I'll see you about that tomorrow. <laughs> that is nice. Yeah. 
I mean, all I I have that. It's like once the mall closes, I can probably go home pretty soon. <laughs> but let's say I chose to go back to retail. This is my own bed that I'm well, sleeping. You're in, good so. at it. You know, I I'm old. That's all that really is. <laughs> Experience and work ethic. Uh, yeah, probably. So, all right. In that case, the country will probably still be here next week. Probably. Mm, we'll keep checking back. Mo- m- yeah. Most of it again. Oof. Well, you only yeah. lost a million to COVID. Let's move on. Eh. Eh. <laughs> Ouch. But which million? Oh, come on. Need... No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. Oh. It's a joke. Someone, a joke. we have a listener out there who's fam- who it's lost a family member to COVID. Joke. We just lost that listener. Listener, I apologize it's... on behalf of my callous Samaritan friend. It's a joke. He means well. He means to lighten Sometimes the mood. I... <laughs> Humorous way to defend against many things. I think the point he's trying to make is that it's likely that quite a few people who died of COVID were uh, intentionally unvaccinated due to there being brainwashed go. by you know, the, the red media. I mean, red? they have seatbelt laws, so there's only so much you can do. <laughs> All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Chad, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week.